Carver offering our listeners a limited time 10% discount code. You can find details for this in the podcast description. The code is Carve Like Girls Pod. Supercharge your skiing with Carve, the fastest way to improve your technique every winter. Welcome to Girls on the Feast, your weekly ski fix with Bella Syme and me, Emma Woodward. It's snowing! It is! In London. Yeah, the snow gods have answered our prayers because last week we were moaning with there was no snow anywhere and now it's even snowing in England and there's about two metres about to dump in the Alps, which is great. This is super exciting. So it's almost like the season's shifting a bit because normally people think, oh... The, it's slowing down a bit now but actually bang boom well it's yeah. just very erratic isn't it seems to have been a bit like that for the last few seasons yeah quite crap really till january and shifting to quite good at the end yeah so i'm excited and quite fun because we're both going out yeah over the next few couple of weeks <laughs> but actually we'll have some great skin yeah a lot of snow and if all, all else fails we'll just see you on, on the sorry hills yeah Skin South up, Downs. South Downs, skin up, ski down. Do you say South Downs or South Downs? South Downs. Too, I think it's two words, I don't know. <laughs> no, then like emphasis on that. <laughs> um, also, it's International Women's Day today, which is fitting because our guest is an inspirational woman boss, founder of Eco Ski. So we'll be chatting to Rachel later, which we're looking forward to. And yeah, we've had some quite amazing and influential women on this podcast, really. Exactly. I think, sorry, oh my God, this is so bad today, isn't it? So bad. Um, Holly's just like, la di da. International Women's Day, let's go team. We're both girls. We work in a team of six girls. We have had some amazing people on the podcast, uh, all different kinds, some bosses, some not. But we love empowering everything we do with women in the ski industry and generally in life. And obviously, as I've said before, and we touched on it in the past, that skiing is such a male-heavy sport and quite a male-heavy industry. So it is cool Mm. when girls do well in it. The hashtag is embracing equity. I was talking to some friends about International Women's Day today and my friend Vicky who works in a finance company, said all oh, the women got sent flowers today on International Women's Day. And she's like, is that weird? And we were trying to work out if that's weird or if that's nice. And we're like, well, I mean, it's a little bit sort of patronising and also like it'd be better if they were kind of doing something towards equal pay. I totally agree. It's like... Yeah, like the, it, gen- the gender pay gap, like what are they doing other than you know, sending flowers is great, but like... That's so funny because also you're quite right. You could see it in one way of being oh, you know, that's really nice that they're sending flowers, but B, you don't send flowers to men on International Men's Day, so actually you're almost highlighting the problem. Yes, exactly, yeah. By sending it. Yeah, are they doing anything else, like closing the pay gap, or if they're not doing anything else, then it's just, it is quite weird. (laughs) Yeah, basically, to put it bluntly, very well put. But yeah, we're an all-women team. I'm very lucky to have a wonderful boss who... (laughs) <laughs> flexible working and you know none of us could do our I couldn't do my job really and you know a lot of my friends who have had babies can't wouldn't have if they can't do four days a week they can't 
you know, work from home a couple, a couple of days a week, they couldn't have their jobs. This is actually such an interesting topic. I have to keep pointing it out to Rue. I have to keep saying to him, well, we both work, so who's doing this or doing that with, with in our new life with a baby? And he just automatically assumes that, like, the buck, what's the expression? The buck um, always stops. The thing always stops with me. And do you not know this expression, Holly? But anyway, we're, we're all so amazing, aren't we? We'll just agree. <laughs> <laughs> to conclude. Go up. Go girls. Yeah, I mean, also, when you're pregnant, that's like 10 months of feeling shit and trying to work. Yeah. Whereas they just get 10 months of feeling normal still. Yeah. They it's need to make paternity leave and maternity leave the same amount of time, like three months each, not nine months for a girl yeah. and no months for a boy. And then the boy can have three months off, the girl can have three months off. Yeah, if you're both And then the yeah. men's career won't progress and the girl's career don't. Do yeah, it stunted because of it. And then Exactly. This podcast is sponsored by Calf, which is a brand new digital ski coach technology, which essentially acts as your very own personal ski coach in your ski boot. Calf has a feature called Train with an Olympian, which was developed by the five times world champ Ted Ligeti. Bells, can you tell me a bit about this? Absolutely. Ted has worked very closely with Calf to essentially push your skiing to the limits. So whether that's in a more basic way as a beginner or a more advanced way as an expert skier, Essentially, there's a feature which gives real-time skiing feedback and it's four key skiing skills and advice from Ted himself. It's actually the most powerful training mode they now have and there's over 40 levels, so it's quite fun. You can compete with yourself or other people and you can't advance to another level until you've passed the one before. Amazing. Can't wait to compete with you on the slopes with it. Mm. See you on the piece. Bet you'll win. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> this week, we are so looking forward to chatting to Rachel Westbrook, founder of the sustainable skiwear company EcoSki. Rachel launched EcoSki in 2020. It's a business with a clear mission to give skiers better choices for obtaining their kit, limit unnecessary purchases and waste, and keep mountain kit in circulation for longer. As we discussed last week, the impact we're having on our planet is ever prevalent and certainly a huge topic to try and approach in a short podcast. But in the immediate future, we strongly feel that educating ourselves and making significant and regular changes, whether big or small, to the way we live is key. The ski and winter sports industry, and certainly the travel industry in general, is a tough one to work in and claim to be green. So that's why we love to see change and incredible companies emerging such as EcoSki, whose pledge is that there are many ways in which we can continue to do what we love whilst reducing the overall impact we have both socially and environmentally. EcoSki's mission is to help you find a way to ski cleaner, greener and kinder. Welcome, Rachel. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It's lovely to meet you both. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very well, very well. Where are you at the moment? You're at home. I am, and I am looking outside at snow, which is fun. Um, okay. I thought spring was on the way, but evidently not. It's not. I know. Last week we were saying, oh, there's sort of ten centimeters expected in the Alps next week, and it's turned into sort of two meters, and it's snowing in the UK now. So yeah, it's all a bit yeah, <laughs> snowy, crazy. 
Well, let's just get straight into it. Tell us a bit about EcoSki in a nutshell. Well, your intro was perfect. Um, it's a bit of a passion project of mine, um, driven by a desire to continue to do what we love, but just do it better. Clothing, as you know, is a huge contributor to global warming and unnecessarily so. From the collection of the raw materials to its production, to its use, and of course, all the way through to its end of life. Ski wear is predominantly made of plastic, and for most of us, is occasional wear only, spending most of its life either shoved in a cupboard or under our bed, mm-hmm. which happens in our house. Yeah. Um, but EcoSki basically makes it easier to borrow, repair and buy better via our four different distinct departments. So you can repair, buy pre-owned, rent or buy new, but new but better. We call it kit with a conscience. Mm-hmm. All of our rental and new stock is produced by brands committed to reducing both their social and environmental footprints. We refer to the different departments as ski runs and encourage all of our customers to start out on the greens, just as you would if you were learning to ski. Mm-hmm. The green runs is our repairs, and we suggest not committing to the blacks unless you know that you can ski it or wear it over and over again. So under one eco-ski roof, you can have your kit repaired, you can buy pre-owned kit, you can rent, and you can buy new. Okay, so love it. So in particular, can we touch on the pre-owned side? So for example, oh. I have got so many ski clothes, skis, kit in general, gloves, goggles, uh, helmet, you know, the list is endless. How does it work? Do I donate these products to you and then you decide whether they're still new enough to how does it work so predominantly our pre-owned site is x-rental we've got loads of x-rental um that hasn't actually made it onto our site so our pre-owned site at the moment is looking a little bit empty but there's a lot of stuff that needs to go on there um there's some stuff that's come from shemi olcott who i know you both know and some stuff from amy fuller so we will work with select people to list their stock and sell it but we're not really necessarily a peer-to-peer well we're not a peer-to-peer site there's a couple of other companies that specialize in you know you can list your stuff on their website and sell it but we're very much you would have to send everything to us and we can't accept you know otherwise you end up getting kind of a pair of trespass salopettes with a tear in them and you know it's kind of really hard for us to monitor so we're working more in partnership well with one of our brands we're going to be launching something in a couple of weeks on global recycling day taking back um, some of their surplus stock and keeping that in circulation so definitely like one-on-one you've got a lump sum kit you know people send us messages the whole time saying what do you think about this? Um, would you buy it? Someone the other day had a beautiful Prada jacket and pants and you go, wow, I mean, that's just too good to put in a charity shop and we will buy it from you. So as opposed to selling it on your behalf, we buy it off you and then we will list it to rent. Um, again, that's what I was trying to understand. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. I think, you know, that we're, we're working with the brands that are really at the forefront when it comes to sustainability But at the same time, our ethos is to keep kit in circulation and we're not going to turn down stock, which is 
very yes. capable of another 20 years of use yeah, yeah, and yeah. just because they're not produced by one of our brands. So definitely send it, send it in. <laughs> Great. So which are the brands that you work with? I mean, the one that stands out to me that I know that's quite good is Picture. Uh-huh. Picture have been, yeah, they've been at the forefront for a long time. They were actually one of my, that was a light bulb moment for me. They were one of my first brands when EcoSki was born um, that I came across them. And there was a picture about saying this jacket's made out of however many plastic bottles. And I thought, oh, how sweaty. Um, (laughs) That's really weird. And then you look into it and you realize actually all of our jackets are made out of plastic Mm. and but this is just a risk. And then you start looking into the company and the ethos of it and what they're trying to do. And they've now moved on from plastic bottles and they're bio sourcing. Um, and they're yeah, at the forefront. They're an amazing brand. Um, and it was them along with Icebreaker and Patagonia and a tiny little company called Woolpower that just thought, right, I'm going to bring these brands all together and make it more affordable for people to access them. Because I was a little bit looking at these brands to buy something for my children Hmm. and you just think gosh you know they're quite expensive for for a good reason yeah Um, but I couldn't justify buying that kit for three of my children that you know they might have grown out of it next year um so so yeah so so picture amazing another one of my favorite brands I think Emma you might have received some kit today I don't know whether it's on its way but Houdini yes Houdini yeah um Um, yeah thank you very much I'm really excited to try that out next week in the Alps they look like a really cool brand yeah, they're another another amazing I mean very different to picture they're um in my eyes again at the forefront of sustainability they're working on circularity they've also just launched this 100% merino shell jacket and pants um so absolutely no plastic and I nearly wow. mentioned it to you Emma when um yeah the 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 trying out the merino I actually wore the icebreaker also have launched a merino shell they're known for their base layers as yeah. you know but they've also gone into outerwear and this year we've partnered with them and launched this merino shell jacket oh, and wow. pants and it's um I mean it's so you get it and it's so you know what shells are like anyway but it's very thin so soft oh, right. and but you wear it obviously with a, I wore it with my Houdini mid-layer underneath it. Okay. And I felt so cozy and it's almost the wool. It's the natural lanolin. Yeah. In the sheep's oil that keeps it. It's not 100% waterproof, but no ski jacket's 100% waterproof. Yeah. But it was, it, it was it is, warm. It, it, it was practical. And you just think, you know what? That's, that's the future. The yeah. biosourcing, like Emma says, with picture and, you know, this natural, if we can get away with going back, I mean, it's going back to basics. That's what mm. we used to ski in the olden days, isn't it? But if we can yeah. step away from fossil fuels and keep this kit in circulation, then we're on to a good thing. So, Okay, that's interesting. We're, we're both going out a couple of times before the end of the season. So, yeah, we'll have to try out that. I wouldn't, yes, I wouldn't think Merino could be a, a shell. That's so interesting. Me too. Um, I'm just having a look at Houdini now. I really like their colours and aesthetically it looks really clean nice stuff yeah awesome where are they what nationality are they Scandi yes Scandi yeah yeah it's very like their block colours I like them very you me know, too I love a block yeah yeah and um you know it's not kind of high fashion but it's very I would call stylish and yeah very cool very stylish and like yeah like for good for proper skiing Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll report back. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> 
moving on, so you launched EcoSki in 2020, so that was during the pandemic. What did you do before and what made you decide to set it up? Yeah, launching a ski business in a worldwide pandemic wasn't probably <laughs> the best thing to do, but we did talk about um, postponing it a year um, and launching in 21. But, you know, I'm so pleased that I did it. Um, I remember when I was coming about to launching and talking to friends and, you know, everyone kept saying, no one's interested in sustainability. You don't want to do that. And, you know, there's a reason why it hasn't been done. And I just said, no, this is this is just so sensible in my head. And I, I have absolutely no retail experience. I'm a chartered surveyor as a trade and um, worked in London, but it was really having kids and realizing what we're doing to the planet and then taking them skiing and realizing that it was, you know, how hugely impactful all the clothing is. And I thought, gosh, this is crazy. You know, I'm feeling guilty about buying cheap, not knowing where the kits come from or more important, like who's made this kit kind of like sustainability is all about people as well and you know the social aspect and there's a lot of I say cheap rip-off ski kit that's mean but you can pick up you know in supermarkets now you can buy for, and it's just yeah I just thought it's no where's it, where's it come from yeah where's and where and ultimately you know you buy something for such a little amount of money that you don't respect it as much as you would you don't care for it as much as you would with something a bit more expensive exactly. and um, it gets hung yeah I mm-hmm. won't label anyone but no stuff on the floor yeah <laughs> yeah well exactly and then you're too ashamed to pass it down to family and friends because you're like oh god I got it from like the supermarket and you don't <laughs> want this and so and that's the issue that we're facing and I thought right well I'm going to make this better quality more kinder kit with a conscience available to everybody um whatever their budget so you can rent it we've got obviously the pre-owned um so if you did buy from us you could give it back to us um and we would sell it on your behalf so you could either rent it buy it pre-owned or you can buy new so we've kind of got different client base and customer base but yeah it was you know no retail experience it was just as i said before a a proper passion project wow. something I just thought this is crazy and anyone that loves the mountains anyone that loves to ski and anyone cares about their future needs this in their life so I'm just gonna do it <laughs> amazing gosh that's so inspiring and with three children who I assume oh, yeah. homeschooled <laughs> homeschooling yeah I mean honestly it was it was not good but what the lockdown did demonstrate you know sustainability was pushed to the forefront and we came out of that with it on everybody's mind and yeah I feel slightly, I, I mean, I'm quite quiet now about, you know, the impact of clothing and sustainability because I just think, you know, everybody's talking about it now. So we just get on with what we do right. behind the scenes and, yeah, just trying to make it more cost effective, easier and fun and less impactful. Yeah, like, I mean, I've got a sort of snowsuit for Teddy from Sainsbury's, which was like the, like 20 quid, and I'll just probably grow out of it in five seconds and I'll throw it away and then just stuff like if yeah with your kids section stuff I think that's so that's definitely making a difference and it's so appealing especially to families because of their because of growing out of stuff 100% yeah what buying from the supermarket and binning is exactly like you say that's what we were saying before about the you know trying to kick your kids out and you're like you know why why would I rent when I can buy something from you know x y and z for 20 quid and you just think you know I think it's um it's a real mental shift of we've got to move away from the cost and yeah you know we've got to think about the environmental cost not just the you know financial cost and you can actually you know rent a ski kit from us 
probably for 20 quid for your child. And you just think, well, why would I do that if I, I can buy it for 20 quid? But then you buy it. This is what a couple of our customers have done. And they actually, they bought last year because they just said, well, I, you know, I might wear it again. And then they're like, oh my God, my child's grown out of it. He's only worn it once. Mm. Will you take it back? And you're like, and so they can't, you know, you eventually, yeah, out. cotton on. Yeah. And the, and the, and the dumping and, you know, gosh, the mm-hmm. carbon emissions and, going to landfill I mean it's just every single thing is contributing to this exactly um what's sort of a rough cost for renting say trousers and a jacket for a week averagely like I know you've got different brands yeah I know it does it does vary you know I'd say for an adult anything from 70 pounds um to 140 pounds and that would be for your typical Saturday to Saturday booking and a child would be between 50 and 80 pounds for a Saturday to Saturday booking for a jacket and pants and all in one would be a bit cheaper. Yeah. Um, but that that would be average. I mean, we do have some stuff on the rental that would be lower than that. Then we have our bundle offering, which for a child, we do a child bundle, which includes a base layer, three pairs of socks, jacket, pants, goggles, gloves, a neck warmer, and then we give some free hand warmers, reusable hand warmers as well. And that's £16.75 a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that works out to be about £150 for the week, which yeah, that's think, you know, it's, yeah. it's a lot of kit. And also even the base layers. I mean, we put something on Instagram today, this little reel. And the girl in the reels wearing base layers that cost, you know, they're £90 to buy mm-hmm. the base layers for children. And again, get back to you can buy the base layer from a supermarket for £20 but you know you just know that these base so you're paying for quality quality yeah Um, yeah. and then the bundles of the adults you can rent a shell bundling layer the autovox kit like a jacket pants mid-layer and gloves that would be roughly about £250 for the week Saturday to Saturday yeah but then when you think that buying that new would be over a grand and a half so you just yeah yeah. yeah. And you just think, well, that's like six rent, six. If you're going once, one time, one for one week of the year, that's six mm-hmm. years you've got a jacket, you know, exactly. for, and you don't have the ownership issues and size so as think, well. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which fluctuates at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, and it does. And like, a lot of our customers are, you know, I've put on a few pounds or I've lost a few pounds or I want to lose a few more pounds mm-hmm. and I don't want to commit to buying. And we get loads and loads of customers. Mm. like that yeah interesting and corporate trips you know the customer oh, yeah. you've got such a different yeah lots of yeah definitely um and the delivery process the order process I found really easy um I did it yesterday you just put in your dates and it's delivered by DPD like the next day or whenever you're going you can put- people get a little bit nervous I think about stuff not arriving on time I can tell you I get more nervous than the customer <laughs> so as soon as the kit's available we will ship it and then we have a try-on service as well so that's basically you know you can either get it out of season try on and then get it delivered within season or you basically get this priority pick and it'll be shipped as soon as it's made available to you so you've got chance to try everything on at home so if you put your start date for the 11th until the 19th which is Saturday to Saturday we would ship that to you at least two to three days prior to Saturday and and that's we would be panicking if we'd left it three days so if you know if you were going on Saturday we would 
at the absolute worst case scenario be shipping it today but most stuff sometimes it goes out last friday if it's all available most things monday so you will get it way in advance that's basically to we don't want to depend too heavily on dpd as much as they're amazing you know you just can't rely on them um so yeah you'll get it way in advance time for changing and then when you get back from your holiday you shove everything into your bag unwashed stick on the free dpd returns label that's included in the bag drop it off at your local dpd pickup point and that's it it just goes back to the warehouse and you they clean, clean it, it sterilize yeah. it and it's all kind of you know the, the feedback we've had so far it's like oh my god i can't believe the quality of the kit and i think until the people get it it's very hard seeing on the website and yeah. they're just blown away we've had such amazing message every time i get an email from a customer you're like oh no what's happened does it not fit and everything's just like i cannot believe how incredible this service is so you're just like oh this is amazing it's amazing you're linked with one percent of the planet so tell us a bit about the charities you work with and anything you do in terms of that side of things one percent for the planet well that's an amazing partnership but you do I remember when I signed up I was like one percent that's nothing (laughs) and you think it sounds really measly and actually we give I think we gave 450 percent I think that was what we did last year but um, it's actually 1% of turnover, not profit. Um, right. So it is a bit more than what people would imagine. But also that, that 1%, if every single company did something like that, it would make such a difference. It really would, um, yeah. But, but the 1% is a minimum um, and you can do whatever you want. But we chose to work with, obviously, Protect Our Winters, who are amazing, but also recognising that to enjoy our mountains, it's not just about protecting our mountains. It's everything around the world, what happens at the other side of the world, you know, our oceans, our food waste, our biodiversity and animals and plant life. And so that's why we support four different charities um, that specialize in looking after the oceans, looking after biodiversity and creatures and the wildlife trust, and also food waste. So we, we helped launch and post a food bank during lockdown so it's basically a community fridge which was quite fun but we've done a lot of charity auctions last year we two years ago we auctioned off all of Shemi's ski sunday outfits um it was brilliant so everything she wore on ski sunday was auctioned off and we raised loads of money for the charities and then we had a private kind of auction of just gifts and people could win a hamper a holiday uh, a weekend in a holiday cottage so we're always looking for prizes and then we just host these auctions and then that goes to the charity so um, but one percent for the planet's incredible they're, yeah they're in a setup would you ever expand into like non-clothes skis and stuff you do well, accept it, you do helmets. Yeah. Yeah, we do we do helmets, we do avalanche transceivers and backpacks really? and, and snow boots. Mm. So yeah, but not actual skis or poles. But interestingly, we actually will have poles this summer, but not ski poles, hiking poles. Cool. So we're going to be doing a small collection of walking. So in going to the Alps for walking holidays cool. in summer. Um so renting some walking kit and poles. So yeah. <laughs> do that's great to know about the transceivers and shovels and probes do you also have abs bags yes amazing and also autobots the best okay the last question and we'll let you go so the question we ask all our listeners this series is what is your favorite skiing memory 
Oh, I don't know whether there's just one. I think there's a collection mm. of a few. Um, there's obviously drinking ones, um, which are funny. Trying mm. to do a backwards walk over in my skis. That was a bit messy. <laughs> uh, didn't end well. And then skiing with my family. I think that's uh, an amazing memory, watching your kids get off on the skis for the first time. Oh, wait. For um, that. And then me skiing as a child, as a, I don't even know how old I was, about five, just like dying basically at the top of a slope and refusing to go down. And my dad having to come and collect me and <laughs> take his boots off, take his skis off and hike up and. Yeah, I think I'm still a chicken now, really, like that. But <laughs> I mean, everything about the mountains. It's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. We love the mountains. <laughs> we do. We oh, do. You're going to be out there soon. I'm so jealous. Yeah, um, I'm going to Badza on Friday for a week. And then Bella's going to Maribel what week after. I am, yes. Yeah. Well, I went to the Rosière at Christmas and we spent Christmas Day there with the family. Oh, amazing. Heaven. Christmas ski. No, it's nice. I love La Rosière. It's nicer kids. How, did you rent a chalet or what did you? We, we stayed, we actually, we, we went for two weeks because that's another thing. Rather go for longer. Very good. Go too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we did two weeks and we stayed one week in a, cater, in a um, self-catered apartment mm-hmm. and then the second week in the hotel. So nice. Uh, yeah, really, really nice. And really so nice, nice but... being over to La Tuile for lunch and stuff, isn't it? Because it's like a bit of Italy. Yeah, so, I know, so, so precious. And then our little six-year-old, she's totally just, I mean, she's probably better than me now. Uh, that <laughs> oh. That's too cool. Oh, lovely. <laughs> oh. I'm going to Iceland, actually, in the middle of April, which is for... Um, with one of our partners with 11 experience. So I'll probably be getting back in touch to rent some um, gnarly yeah. stuff because I've got to do, do lots of off-piste and stuff. But yeah. Oh, so amazing. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll let you go. And thanks so much for your time. And yeah, we'll post all the links that we've talked about. And yeah, thanks again. Thanks so much for coming. Oh, on. you're so welcome on us. Take care. Lovely to meet you. You too. Bye. 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 So nice to chat to Rachel and love hearing stories like this. She's created such an amazing business and that makes a difference in managing to fit it all around family and work commitments. But as with anything, we can make changes in the way that we do things and we can carry on doing the things we love, working in the jobs we enjoy that we need to work in, but we can just make small changes every single day to our lives. Also from her our conversation with her we we touched about a few things and we will share the links one in particular is the one percent for the planet charity which is founded by patagonia we're big advocates for them so we will absolutely share that too yeah the founder of patagonia started it and craig matthews from blue ribbon also i would love to touch on a very cool new film we've come across called nexus it is all about following five powerful female skiers from across the world and as it being International Women's Day today we want to share this all with you because we think it is another good thing that girls are doing. Most free ride and ski films and ski documentaries are very 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 male heavy. Um, Tell me a little bit about Nexus please. Yeah it's an entire cast of elite female athletes. It is from another brand we love, Arcteryx. 
Yeah, and just follows these five female skiers and their connection to the mountains and how skiing has shaped their lives. You can follow them on Instagram at Nexus Film. There's some amazing content. Yeah. They cover some really sick lines. I'm just looking now at, on the trailer, they, yeah, they ski some pretty rad stuff. And it's produced and directed by women as well. So very cool. Check it out. We'll share the link. Yeah. And that's it for this week. As usual, we would love to hear your thoughts and questions. Yeah, thank you for your emails last week as well. Um, Email. Email. (laughs) (laughs) Contact us by email at girlsonthepeace at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the pod wherever you are listening. And on the appropriate places, follow us or rate us, write a review, whatever you can do to help us get the word out. We love talking about skiing and we love sharing it all with you. Carver offering our listeners a limited time 10% discount code. You can find details for this in the podcast description. The code is Carve Like Girls Pod. Supercharge your skiing with Carve, the fastest way to improve your technique every winter. Mm-hmm.